Jason Smith, sitting with David Wojnicki. Hello, morning. hello. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of the Closer Look podcast, where you and I sit and chat about things from sun- Sunday sermon. Yep. And any other theological things that pop up. Mm-hmm. And so it's always a fun time talking with you. And yeah, it kind of it's it's always sweet because. Uh, you know, it gives you that a little extra time to reflect on yesterday, to bring to light some of those things that uh, maybe didn't work it into the sermon. And then even answer the questions that come up afterwards. People always come up after the service. And I love that. And, you know, they ask clarifying questions. And uh, some of one of the things that's funny is just having a conversation after the second service. And uh, I always, always bums me out because I realize sometimes I say some things in one service that I don't say in in the other. And almost inevitably, somebody's like, well, what about this? I'm like, ah, you know, I said it in the first service, you know. But yeah. Anyways, well, good. and then so yesterday we started the Gather, Grow, Give, Go. Um, yeah. We're looking at how to live out our mission mm-hmm. to glorify mm-hmm. God by being and making disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and yeah, I always like it when we talk about this. I always yeah. like to, to talk about the refocusing yeah. of, of who we are and what I, we do. You know, it's one of the things that I'm, I'm so passionate about. I, I, I love coming back to it time and time again because, I mean, it is... I mean, it seems so basic, but it is central to what we want Mm -hmm, to be about. And mm -hmm. I think so then, as I said yesterday, when you embrace this, when you, when you see it and then embrace it, it's so freeing too. Mm. And, uh, and you begin to see, I had a conversation after the service with, with somebody, uh, just how you begin to see these things and all throughout the scriptures, it brings cohesion to, to all these, all these different scriptures. So, so yeah, I, yeah. And a good reminder thinking that we, it's not just our, so I'm watching how to say this, but the mission as a church collectively, but, but because we belong to the church family, these yeah. things should, and, and we'll ca- ca- cover these as we talk about gather, grow, give and go. Right. But as we go out and live our lives, yeah. 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 Um, it should help direct us. Yeah. And it hits us. us on both the collective level and individually, you know, yeah. it's, it's not two different things. Not here's what the church does. Yes. And I do something different. It's like, no, we are the church. Yes. We are all in on this. And then it manifests itself in different ways. Yeah. yeah uh, it was really neat. Um, so Pastor Paul and Aaron, uh, we were sitting around talking a minute ago oh, about yeah. your sermon. And, and one thing they talked about for them was the aha moment of the, uh, what it means to glorify God. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you said yesterday that it means to make much of someone or something yeah. by revealing its attributes. Yeah. And, and compared to that, that you often think of, oh, I'm a glorify God. Well, the stars were created. They glorify God. And, and, and I can't do that. I can't right. glorify God. Because yeah. It's this unattainable thing yeah. to glorify God. How do we look at that? How do we live that out as, um, as you know, an employee or a stay-at-home mom or even a right. student, right? Yeah. How do we practically reflect and reveal the attributes of God? Yeah, you know, just a, a quick survey of that, you know, that whole idea that we exist to glorify God, you can go back and listen to the sermon, but the, into- the totality of scripture say that everything that God does is to bring mm-hmm. glory to himself. It's He does it, he says, to glorify himself, which is to reveal his attributes yes, yeah, and to yeah, reveal yeah. his character. And so then when it says that we were made in his image and we're supposed to do the same thing, mm. all the way culminating, you know, it says when you were uh, in 1 Corinthians 6, you know, you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. Yes. So we can do it. Yes. How do we do it different than the stars or creation all those kind of things. And it's like, well, that's the beauty of it. We're the only part of creation that was made in his image. So there are things unique to, to us as we look to live that out. And, um, and I think there's two parts of it. You know, the, to glorify something is to make much of something or someone by revealing their character and revealing their attributes. And, and so you can make much of someone or something by speaking about their character yes. and attributes. So that's what the Psalms are filled with. Yes. I will glorify the Lord. I will praise him. And so, so throughout the scriptures, we see people using their mouths, just their words, 
to speak well of God, to, to make known to the creation, you know, who he is. So, so we do it through the proclamation, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. more than that. It's, it's a heart level. It's a character thing that, that being made is his image, God's character and nature. There are certain attributes that God has that we can't display. He's omniscient, right. to, you know, uh, he's, um, you know, omnipotent. Uh, there are things that, that are unique to who is his, his uh, what they call his incommunicable attributes, okay. right? The things that yeah. can't be yeah. trans translated to us. But then we can show love, joy, yes. peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. We can show justice. We can show holiness. That's what we were made to put on display. And, uh, and so how do we glorify him with our bodies? Uh, we were talking with the high schoolers last night in the going deeper thing that we did. Okay. And we, we often think about it's like, you know, think about obedience in a different way. When God gives us his word and his commandments, he's actually saying, here's how you are to live as my people. It, this is the way that if you walk in these ways, you're, you're showing the world what I look like. Okay. And so obedience to his law, even walking in purity, walking in holiness and obedience, it's not just about I'm obeying God because it's the right thing to do. No, I'm obeying God because that's, that's how he's made me to live. Mm. That's the way that he's put mm. on display to the world. Mm. And and so it changes even our obedience. Like, no, this is who I've been made to be. This is who I, I am. And, uh, and so on an individual level, I think that's that just as a starting point, I think, you know, it's like, that's why we can put his character and attributes on display in our day-to-day lives. And I like that you talked about two things. One, the, the speaking it out. Yeah. And then living it out through even the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, yeah. peace. Because... I think that sometimes people, you mentioned, the, you know, I was mentioning the stars and they display, we get, it's like the same thing with worship. We get this idea that I had to feel yeah, yeah. a certain way to worship, yeah. which, which, which sometimes blows people's mind when I have the conversation with them saying, you can worship God without feeling a thing. Right. Yes. Yeah. This, yeah. It, the feelings are not required. Right. The feeling comes from yeah. a lot of times directing our heart, but the same thing with glorifying God. Like, yeah. I don't feel like I'm glorifying God. Yeah, but that's the beautiful thing. When you are, when you're a mom at home and you're patient, mm. I said it, see, this is one thing I said in the second <laughs> service, but not in the first service, right? When you're a mom at home and you're working hard and your kids got runny noses and, and, and all those kind of things and, and your flesh wants you to respond in, in anger, mm-hmm. to lose self-control, and yet you display self-control and patience. When you're making sacrifices, you have brought glory to God. You have, you have done the very thing for which you were created to do, mm-hmm. that Jesus Christ saved you to be able to, to live that out and to celebrate that. Mm-hmm. We, we talked again last night with, uh, with the high schoolers. We said, um, you know, one of the things that's so important is for us to speak words of encouragement to one another, mm-hmm. to be able to say, hey, I saw you glorify God when you spoke the truth in that moment, when you were gentle in response to that, mm-hmm. to that person, when. And it's like we need that encouragement because glorifying God isn't some super spectacular thing. It's not gathering on Sunday mornings, raising your hands in worship, although that's part of glorifying God. But those small yeah. things that you do when you're just, you know, do we still sweep? Yeah, you know, sweep or vacuuming around the house. You can do when a dad is at work, and he is engaging his workers in such a way that they see uh, patience in him, mm. a kindness in him, a self-control in him, a truthfulness in him. Those are God glorifying. Mm-hmm. You are l- doing the very thing for which you were created to do. It's not just about going and sharing the gospel. It's not just about simply reading your Bible. Those things all glorify yes, God. Yes. But it's those small moments. And so like, be free, church. Be, be free, people of God, that that you don't have to wonder, am I, you know, am I living out my purpose? Hmm. If you hmm. are displaying hmm. Christ in you, 
you're fulfilling the mission for which God mm-hmm. has created mm-hmm. you. A practical way, I'm going to brag on my wife. Yeah, uh, yeah, a few absolutely. years ago, one of our kids was really uh, giving her a hard time. Mm-hmm. Well, wasn't being very kind to her. And she was in the kitchen and uh, she was preparing a snack, some strawberries. Yeah. And despite how the kid act, she said to him, hey, would you, in a very calm voice, would you like some strawberries? And mm-hmm. it broke them. They, they said, why are you being so kind to me? I, I was just mean to you. And right. she's like, right. well, because I love you, because God loves you. And yeah. it's just practical ways. And, we, yeah. and, and, you know, I mean, that's why I'm bragging my wife, not me. Yeah. I guess <laughs> to see her display that, you uh, know? Well, that's why when you look at when God is speaking to the people of Israel in the Old Testament, they were getting so focused on like, going to the temple, offering mm-hmm. the sacrifices. And he's like, you're not doing the basic things of caring for the widow and caring yeah. for the poor. And it's not about doing those tasks, yeah. right? It's not about caring for the widow. It's, it's like what that reveals about your heart. It reveals a compassion because God says, I'm a compassionate God. Yeah. You know, it's like, we don't do these things as a way to please God. We do these things because, because it's a reflection of his character mm-hmm. and nature. And yes, it does please, yeah. Yeah. please him. And so, um, so we see that in the old Testament, even today, like Christians can come, by the way, you know, at the end of service, you know, I was kind of having fun with it, but I said, if you're old, I mean, if you're really old, my kids noted that you kept saying that, you know, and, and and part of that was to get people's attention and to be like, yes, listen, um, an old person might think, you know, I can't do much. I can't be productive. I can't Mm -hmm. serve maybe in certain ways. That doesn't mean you can't glorify God. In fact, the primary way that mm. you do that is to live out the character of Christ as an old person. When the world says, when you're old, you can, you know, yeah. do whatever you want or, or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, and so I think that's just, I, I just want people to think about that. Like yeah. that is, that's powerful. That's the most powerful thing yes. that, that you can do. And that's why God's glorified. Yeah, because we have a tendency to look for those, those big moments. Yes. Yeah. And, and what you're saying is we glorify God in the everyday moments. In, in the everyday moments. Yeah. Every moment is an opportunity. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, so um, what would you say are some of those things then that keeps us from mm-hmm. living for God's glory? Yeah. You know. If we know what God's character and attribute looks like, yeah. and, and by the way, that's why we're going to get to one of the four G's, like yeah. each one of the four G's, the gather, grow, give, and go are to help us in fulfilling that mission okay. to live for, for his glory. And one of them is grow. And, uh, and so one of the things that keeps us from living for his glory, reflecting his character is not knowing him, not mm-hmm. knowing what it actually, what his attributes are and what it, what it mm-hmm. looks like and who he saved us to be and what it looks like to walk in the flesh versus to walk in the spirit. And, uh, and so you need to know that. So you need yeah. to know God's word. So absence of knowledge is, yeah. is number one. Uh, the second thing is I think, it never changes. It doesn't matter if you're young or if you're old. Peer pressure. Now, what I mean by that is the world says, you know, this is what you need to enjoy and have fullness of life. And it's like, you know, or you should be free to do X, Y, or Z. And, and if that's if that's not congruent yeah. with the character of God, then you, you come and you say, but that's not what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm, but that pull mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of everybody else saying you're wrong or this is what you need to do, it never goes away. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. such it's such a it's such a strong strong pull, and one of the things to that's so important to combat that is remaining in in covenant community and in Christian community. Yes, yes. Is that we 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 need well, that's why you're going to see it next week, right? When we talk about gather, that's why we have that's why we gather together to remind ourselves weekly mm-hmm. what I just preached. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that he's to be glorified. And that we're not alone in this. We've been surrounded yeah, by such a great cloud yeah. of witnesses. So let us continue on 
um, in, in these things. And so I think, you know, those are some of the hindrances. And then our own flesh, you know, I mean, just being aware that my own heart and mind is, <laughs> is deceived. Now I have the spirit and, and I'm not a slave to those things, right. but the, the temptation that, that exists and, uh, and how I need to come back to the Lord over and over and over again. With yeah, because things. you said something about basically, cause you were talking about the reason he saved us and you gave all these reasons. Yeah. 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 And yeah. that's what we look to so often. Right. But yeah. he saved us for his glory and, yeah. and talking about the flesh. I mean, this life we think is so much about us. Oh, absolutely. It's, wait, it's not <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and, and as you said, I mean, it's not just a one-time thing. It's, Every day, almost every moment, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, how am I feeling? What do I want right now? And right. it's for God's glory. And, and that, that, that challenge of thinking about even your marriage. You yeah. mentioned a marriage yesterday. Yeah, yeah. How do yeah. we reflect God's glory in our marriage? And even parenting. We talked a little bit about that already. Mm-hmm. But in all things, how do we, in this situation, how do I point to God's glory? Yeah. You know, Paul says, whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, mm-hmm. do all to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And, and though uh, he also says in Romans, right, the famous for all have sinned and fall short mm-hmm. of the glory of God. And. And that's one of the things to realize, oh, what's he talking about there? How do we fall short of the glory of God? I mean, really, I grew up in the church. I never really understood that verse. I'm mm. focused on the first mm. part, for all have mm. sinned. I get yes. the for all have sinned. What's yes. it mean to fall short of the glory of God? Yeah. It's what I, it's, now that makes sense. It is not being able for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Our sin keeps us from living mm. for God's glory, mm. to, to mm. measure up mm. to what we are to be. And, mm. and so, you know, you, one of the things I think is sometimes shocking is that statement that I made. So why then did Jesus Christ come to save and and people say to save us from our sin to make us sons and daughters to spare us from hell to because he because he loves us and all of those things are true aspects of mm-hmm. of what the death burial mm-hmm. and resurrection of Jesus Christ uh, accomplishes but all of that joining us to the father forgiving our sins saving us from hell um, his love for us is all to restore us. I mean, I can't ingrain that enough in people. I mean, he literally says in two places, you were bought with a price, mm-hmm. so glorify God with your body, 1 Corinthians 6. And then you also have 2 Corinthians 5, where he comes and he says, he died for all that those who live would no longer live for themselves. Yes. It's like this, you are being restored. So it's not about me. My life, your life was not, <laughs> that doesn't mean bef- before I got saved, I could live for me. No, right. means I, that's right. all I wanted to live for. It's not like you got an excuse there. Um, but now it's it's about him. So as a husband, as a father, as a, as a wife, as as a mother, you know, as as a, as just a single person in the church, and it's like, Lord, it's about making much of you and mm. and mm. all that I do. Mm. And and sometimes can be dying to self. Like this, I really want to go off on this person. I want to display anger. I want to display whatever mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Um, sometimes it's it's beating yourself up and saying you know carrying your weights, your guilt, and your shame. That's not glorifying to God. No, no. because you're saying that God, you uh, wh- what would be glorifying to God when you feel the weight and condemnation of of your of your sin? If you keep carrying it with you, yes. you're saying He's insufficient. That doesn't yeah. glorify Him. Rather than proclaiming, I feel guilt, I feel shame, I feel like I don't measure up. But that's not true mm-hmm. in Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to cling to your truth despite how I. Feel about that. I mean, even in that, and you might say, I mean, just think about that. You might feel like, you know, oh, I'm, I, I always have these negative thoughts and these, and these things that, that oppress me. But do you realize that every time you look to Christ and you proclaim his goodness and his forgiveness mm-hmm. in your life, you're glorifying God mm-hmm. when you face that battle every, every single time. So it's across the board. Now in Christ, we, we live to his glory. Yeah, and sometimes that guilt comes from how you treat your family, your Absolutely. kids, and and one way you glorify God, right, is to go to them and say, "Hey, I was wrong. That, that did not honor God. That that was wrong against you. Would you forgive me, please?" Yeah, because when you ask for forgiveness, you're proclaiming 
the grace and forgiveness yes. of Jesus yeah. Christ is sufficient. You know, yeah. I mean, how, how awesome is that? So listen, uh, you know, we're talking about this podcast. I preached one message on this. I try and always work this in, in a message in some way, shape or form. Maybe now, you know, for, for people, it makes more and more kind of sense, but, um, this is an ongoing working it out, processing it. Thing. Yes. You keep coming yes. back to this over yes. and over and over and over again. Yeah. So, yeah. What yeah. a great topic. Yeah, it is. I love I it. I can't wait for the rest of the series, yeah. just listening to how we, how we practically live that out. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we got the week ahead of us. We do. It's going to be a, a full week, and then we'll gather again on Sunday. And, and yeah, the message on Sunday, we're now going to focus on uh, the place that gathering. We're going to hit mm. on the first of the four for G's. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it's going to be fun. I, I, I'm just, I love these. I love talking about yes. these. Things, so really good. Well, church family, not only do I hope you have a great week, I hope that you glorify God and continue Amen. to seek to do that. So see you Sunday. See you Sunday. See you Sunday.